0: So long 2016 this week I'm looking back on the year of no survivors and running through some of the big names in in entertainment that we've lost then I'm going to take a little look back at this show and how it's kind of changed over the year and what I want to do with things in 2017 of course I'm going to be making fun of some weird news stories and in recommended listening this week I'm featuring my buddy the new man. Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out and this is a show where I share my views of things and weird stories and just crazy stuff and generally just make fun of things. It's a little nerdy, it's a little rambly, but that's just how my brain works. Okay, I'm going to be honest, um, it's, it's been a few weeks. Um, if you listen to my other show, Mom and Dad Cuss, um, uh, kind of in one of those meta irony sort of things. Um, few weeks back, we did a show talking about how it was winter or it's not when it's, it's just now winter, but, um, going into winter and it's cooling down and our kids are getting sick and how they all that happened. So we literally, we do a show talking about. Kids getting sick and how it you know it runs in waves and one kid gets sick and it's just a chain. Well, that's basically what happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. My wife got sick, so I spend all this time. My wife gets sick, I'm taking care of her. Mrs. show taking care of my wife because she's sick. Then the kids get sick and taking care of the kids and I've got again I've got four boys so slowly work my way through the chain it's a long time of kids just slowly getting sick one after another after another and then it hit me and so i've missed a few weeks now just because of you know between my wife my kids and me i've missed a lot of illness Um, just coming down this most recent episode of mom and dad cuz episode 20 big 20 if you do listen to the show you can hear me still my voice half screwed um but that's where i've been and that's i I know i still sound a little froggy uh right now and you may hear me uh cough in and out because honestly i'm i'm still coughing enough that i don't feel like editing all of them out because i'll be here all day (coughs) like that but okay so Surprise, it's actually my birthday. Okay, at least when this is going up, it's my birthday. And it's also almost New Year's and the year of of no survivors. Okay, there's a handful of survivors and there's actually a a uh, because if unless you've been living under a rock, you realize that like all these huge celebrities have been dying this year. I mean, it's just been big names on top of big names. And Yes, I realize that you know celebrities die every year. I mean, people get old, people die, people have health issues. Um, especially lately, learning a lot more about celebrities and their health issues, and finding out who the hell's got this disease. And oh my God, seriously, they've got lupus. I mean, the fact that Lady Gaga, Selena Gomez, and and Nick Cannon all have lupus. Who's? The, I don't think anybody could probably name anybody before now that knew someone who had lupus. But yeah, the people people are getting sick, people and and celebrities are being more forthright with their health issues and things like that. But it seems like twenty sixteen started off with death and ended with death. And again, I'm recording this on the twenty ninth and just to you know peel back the curtain. This week, December, the week of New Year's 2016, we've already lost, we lost Carrie Fisher on Tuesday and we lost her mom, uh, uh, Debbie Reynolds, on Wednesday. While they were doing preparation for her funeral, they had to rush her to the hospital and she died. What the fuck 2016? 2016. Okay, but that being said, I jumped off when there. But I'm actually going to, and I had to look this up because this is a damn expensive list. I'm I'm going to run through, and these are just the ones that I'm familiar with because this list was ungodly huge. I'm going to run through the big list of celebrity deaths this year. Some of them I'll give a little tidbit and whatever, but it's a big list. I've got a lot to run through, and again. This is like my abridged list. These are the these are the ones that I'm familiar with. These are the actors, musicians, whatever that I'm I know cuz there were tons of on here that were like I don't know who you are. Country music star, sorry, I'm not familiar with you. I don't know your movies all. Those. I took those off the list. And then there were some that were like, "Oh crap, I can't believe I forgot about them. Holy crap, they died? That was this year?" A lot of that So, I'm I'm just going to go through. I I found this list at uh, 50sweb.com. And it was really... I just Googled the shit out of, you know, Celebrity Deaths of 2016. And there's a million other lists. And this one seemed the most complete. But... And if you want to get... the I've got a link going up to this full list at odddadout.blogspot.com. If you want to check it out there and then find that list. The... Big list, because holy crap. But here goes. Starting in January, we've got Angus Scrim, You probably don't know him. Uh, and again, these are kind of ones that are relevant to me. Um, he played the tall man in the Phantasm movies. All of them. Uh, let's see. Of course, uh, we in January at David Bowie. I don't need to tell you who the hell David Bowie is. Uh, let's see David Margulies. He was the mayor in Ghostbusters. Uh, he was 78 Alan Rickman again, just like, you know, within a week, we lost David Bowie and Alan Rickman because 2016, uh, let's see, uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles, a Pagoda actor. You may not know him by name, but if you saw him, you're like, Oh my God, that guy, uh let's see, Maurice White of Earth and Wind and Fire. Harper Lee. You may not know and I totally I'm gonna pause here. I hear Harper Lee and my brain goes to a publisher. That's that's Harper Collins. Harper Lee, really old lady, wrote to kill a mockingbird. Everybody's read this book because it's like one of the most required reading books in all of middle and high school. I think everybody's read it. Everybody probably watched the movie at some point in high school, right after you read it. Okay, uh let's see, Tony Burton. He was actually uh Apollo Creed's trainer in all the Rocky movies. And it's again another one of those you probably don't know his name, but you if you saw him, you're like, oh my god, that guy. Uh let's see. George Kennedy. He was in Cool Hand Luke, he was in uh the airport movies, he was in the naked gun movies. Uh, Nancy, uh, okay, sorry. D- that was all February. March, Nancy Reagan, Nancy Reagan, yeah, that Nancy Reagan, uh, First Lady, uh, Nancy Reagan, uh, let's see, Frank Sinatra Jr., uh, Gary Shandling. the Gary Shandling show, the uh, Larry Sanders show. Uh, I mean, he was the guy was just the guy had figured out comedy to a science. He was the only person to ever do it. And he was kind of scary, but, but he was just, he was amazingly hilarious. I mean, he was in all of, up until recently. He was in all the Avengers movies. He, I think he was up all the way until uh, winter soldier. Uh, Patty Duke, uh, Merle Haggard, Doris Roberts, who was uh, Marie on everyone. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, the wrestler China. I forgot died this year. Um, I think that was, I don't remember if it was a heart attack or a drug overdose or something like that. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, China, of course, Prince, uh, we're into May. Uh, let's see. Morley safer. I, I'm probably mispronouncing his name. I remember, I know the, the name is, uh, from, uh, CBS news. He was on 60 minutes. The guy won 12 Emmys because he was just an amazing journalist. And he's one of those, like, I know his name. He's one of those guys that was just everywhere. He was just, he was like, you know, current level Walter Cronkite level, you know, um, in June, we had Muhammad Ali, who, too, honestly, I thought he died a few years ago, but Muhammad Ali died this year. Kimbo slice another fighter like China, You know, China is a pro wrestler. Kimbo slice was in the UFC, but Kimbo Slice, relatively young, uh, at least as far as that goes, he was in his forties. Uh, See Anton Yeltsin, who was the current uh, Chekhov in the new Star Trek movies. I think it was like a, I think he died from a like manufa- like a, a faulty issue in his Jeep or something. Like they issued this huge recall and investigation into Jeeps because of the way he died. Uh, Mac Rice who wrote Mustang Sally. I think everybody knows Mustang Sally at this point because it's very used. It's been covered a million times. I think listening to, uh, Dave Jackson, he talks about when he was in a band, he said every band, everywhere you go, everybody has to learn Mustang Sally. It's just one of those things. Doesn't matter what type of band you are. You have to play Mustang Sally. Um, speaking of Mustang Sally leads into Gary Marshall cause it gets used in a lot of his movies. Uh, Gary Marshall, you know, happy days, Mork and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley, a league of their own. He was the, he was, uh, the devil in, a uh, uh, hocus pocus that guy. Every, you know, his face, you know, all, you know, his movies, you know, all of his stuff. You may not know him by name, but you know who the guy is. Uh, Here's another you may not know. Everybody knows this guy, and nobody knows his name. Kenny Baker. Nobody knows his name. British actor. Played R2 D2. The guy in R2 D2 uh, died this year. He also played an Ewok in the uh, Star Wars movies. <coughs> Uh, Stephen Hill, he was, uh, DA Adam Schiff on law and order for God, 10 years, 1990 to 2000. Um, he was 94 and like I guess some of these people were up there in age and you know, a lot of these guys were in their eighties and nineties. So, um, again, it's one of those cases where, yeah, he probably, like, to me, these are relevant names and characters because I've seen them on TV and things. You may not have watched Law & Order, but I watched a lot of Law & Order when I was younger. And so, and again, he was on for 19... He was on for 10 years. I mean, jeez. Okay, moving on. We are in August. And, of course, the biggest name of August was Gene Wilder. To the point... I did an entire segment talking about Gene. I think I did almost an entire episode talking about Gene Wilder previously. Um... Amazing actor, amazing comedian. Uh, some of my favorite movies, you know, blazing, blazing Saddles is is just an American iconic film. Um, most people will, ninety percent of people will probably agree his Willy Wonka was better than the Tim Burton version. Then complete, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges of the same story, but Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles, uh, Young Frankenstein. The producers. I mean, he he's done so... He did so many great things. Uh, okay. Let's see. Arnold Palmer. Yes, that Arnold Palmer. The golfer. The guy who has a drink named for him. You know, the lemonade and sweet tea. You can buy a can of Arnold Palmer tea... I think Arizona Tea produces it. But you can buy an Arnold Arnold Palmer in a can with his face on it. That, but he's a golfer. Basically, the greatest golfer of all time. The most famous golfer of all time. And he died. It doesn't say how. Uh, Let's see. Pete Burns. It was one of those guys where I knew the name and I didn't know who he was exactly. And when I saw him, I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, this is the guy from uh, Dead or Alive. And you went, who the hell's Dead or Alive? That song, you spin me around, you spin me right. Yeah, I'm not going to sing anymore because I'm terrible. But yeah, that wrote that song, sung that song. He died this year. I think it was a uh, Heart Attack. He was also in his. He was. He was fifty-seven. So, okay, moving along. Where are we? we are in November. Let's see. Leonard Cohen, another name. If if you're into poetry and, and the style of music and the sort of gospel-y style of music, you're familiar with the name. Everybody knows Leonard Cohen's "Hallelujah." It's another one of those songs. It's been covered a million times. Nobody messes with his arrangement it's one of those songs that you sing it the way he did it you don't reinterpret it you don't change it if you do anything you add a bigger chorus that's it um everybody knows that song again it's been covered a million times it was used hell it was used in shrek um if you're if uh, i'm trying to think Trying to remember the scene. It's when Donkey and Shrek are just kind of traveling along, and they've got the Hallelujah song. That's what as they're just kind of going on their journey, and and Shrek's being kind of mopey. That's the song. Uh, let's see. Now we are in. Okay, we're still in November. Florence Henderson. You know, Carol Brady, American, one of the the great American TV moms. You know, they always they they keep saying she was America's mom. There have been a lot of America's moms. I'll I'll, I'll say it: Carol Brady, um, hell, Peggy Bundy, even. Um, but yeah, you know Carol Brady, Florence Henderson uh, was in November. She was eighty two. You know she she led a good life. She was, you know, Carol Brady. What more can you say? Uh, and, and I'm leaving this, I'm putting this on the list because he was just a really famous person. Even though I wouldn't say he's a celebrity other than maybe he's one of those celebrity at gunpoint kind of people. Fidel Castro died this year. Uh, and again, I thought he died a few years ago. I think he just got really sick and stepped down and his cousin or whatever took over Cuba, but Fidel Castro died this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh da, da, da. in two thousand eight he stepped down as the president of Cuba and gave uh his yeah, he gave control to his brother. Yeah, uh, he was ninety. Uh, I mean he wasn't in the best health the last few years. Uh, you know, was it eight years since he's been president of Cuba? He he died at ninety. So it's entirely reasonable. Especially living in Cuba and all the cigars he smoked and all that crap. I'm surprised he lived to ninety. Um <clears throat> I see. I actually, again, sidebar, I actually recently saw there was a law just recently passed in Cuba banning them from naming things for Fidel Castro. I would figure that the current president being his brother, I think it's still his brother, uh um, would n- mind them naming lots of stuff after him unless he's I said seem a little more North Korea than than Cuba, but yeah, they just recently passed a law banning uh, them from naming, like, special sites and monuments and things like that for Fidel Castro. Okay, next. Uh, Ron Glass. And it's another, I didn't know who he was by name. And there's there's basically two classes of people who know Ron Glass. There's the people who know him from Barney Miller who was uh, Detective Harris on Barney Miller back in the 70s. And then there's the group like me who know, <coughs> who know him as Shepard Book from Firefly. And, I mean, there's completely different scopes of the same guy. Um, and that brings us to December. And December is kind of like January this year. It was it's been a bitch. So let's see. We started off December with John Glenn. Uh see World War II Korean War fighter pilot, marine colonel, and astronaut. Oh yeah, and he was a senator. John Glenn. He he was up there with uh Neil Armstrong as far as like big name astronauts. That's just it. There's only so many big name astronauts, and John Glenn was one of them. That's it. Uh, let's see, Alan Thicke, Growing Pains. Alan Thicke. We, we're losing sitcom parents. Like we lost Florence Henderson, and we lost Alan Thicke. Like separate shows, separate generations, but uh, you know, TV mom and dad for everybody. He actually was even recently. He was on the second season of Fuller House, which I just saw, which I actually didn't see until after he died, which was kind of surprising. Uh, let's see, moving on, uh, Zsa, Zsa Gabor. Uh, and I think most people don't know her for doing anything really. I mean, I think she was like the first celebrity socialite really. Um, but she was, she was an actress. She was a model. She did a lot of things when she was younger, but she just, she was just, it was Zsa Zsa you didn't have to know what the hell she did she was jaja Zsa Zsa gabor and just the name that was all she needed that's all she you know it was it was it the, the movie the tina turner movie what's love got to do with it i think that was i think that was that movie uh where tina like tina turner and she's like i have my name it's like all i have is my name that was jaja Zsa Zsa gabor Cause it didn't matter. It's like you don't have nobody. Who the fuck knows what Zsa Zsa Gabor did? Really, she was ninety nine. She died at ninety nine. Nobody, know what the nobody knows what she did when she was younger. Most people that knew her when she was younger aren't alive. But you know the name. That's all you had to know about her. Ah. Uh. Then let's see, Christmas Day, George Michael, and this and we're we're current, we're within a week of present right now. Christmas Day, George Michael, you know, Wham, Faith, Careless Whisper, uh, you know, this George Michael. I mean, the the guy had a very a, a, a complicated career, you could say, but yeah. Let's see. Uh, ah, okay. The rest of these names on this list, I'm not familiar with. But then that brings us back to this week, and you know, Carrie Fisher on Tuesday, you know, Princess Leia, along with a million other things she did and written on. Um, she was apparently one of the most prolific like co-writers in Hollywood. That she did a lot of work in just. Fixing scripts and things like this and and really just she she was much more active behind the scenes than most people realized and of course her mom uh, on Wednesday the 28th uh, Demi Reynolds who actress singer I didn't know her again by name I knew her face I also didn't realize that she was Carrie Fisher's mom until all the news was going crazy I just knew her as Grandma Cromwell from the Halloween Town movies. That's who I knew. I was like, ah, That's, it's, that was, that was just really a, a bummer. Uh, so that is, and again, I'm recording this on the 29th. We still got, the, and this is the morning. Mind you. Um, we've still got two more day, two, three more days of 2016 could just start offing people left and right in the next three days. But as of right now, that is the list of the celebrity deaths. And those are the ones that I'm familiar with. The, the massive God, I don't know how long list. Um, I guess I have a more, there's a more extensive list at a swebcom or you can just Google it, but it's, it's, it's a hell of a list. Ah, that that was depressing. <laughs> that was that was really kind of depressing. Again, it's I, I I spent 20 minutes talking about dead people, all all the about just the dead people I know of in this year. So I think we need to we need to lighten things up. So I'm gonna take a quick promo break, and I will be right back with bullshit from the news. Hey guys, it's Joe here from Pre Recorded Live. Ever notice that we're always using the hashtag #PodernFamily Family for all of our stuff that has hashtags? Podern Family is the community of podcasts that support each other and promote each other. And here's the cool part: now you listeners can search for hashtag Potter and Family and connect to hundreds of podcasts. There's so many, you are guaranteed to find something that you like. Or if you don't want to do the searching yourself, you can follow at and Family on Twitter and let them retweet the shows to you. So what are you waiting for? Go out and find some podcasts to listen to. I'm Adam. And I'm Rihanna from the Mom and Dad Cuss a Little podcast. After seven and a half years and four little boys, we've learned a few things about the parenting game and are here to share it with you. We definitely don't know everything, but we tell it how it is, chaos, messes, and all. So, if you like your parenting shows without all the sugar-coated unicorns, subscribe to Mom and Dad Cuss a Little on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever great podcasts are found. Okay, first up, the US Postal Service apologizes after six canaries sent by mail arrive crushed to death. So, apparently a woman in Alabama had some birds mailed to her, and when they arrived postal like the mailman, mail delivery person, uh, uh, said, well, your birds arrived, but they're not alive. And the box had tire tracks on them. So, couple of things. First off, you can mail birds. I didn't know you could mail birds. And when I actually, I had to like, I looked in the comment thread of this story and somebody actually sent a link to the, like the, the, u s Postal service guidelines for uh mailing live animals, including day old poultry quote um, and adult birds and all sorts of and it basically amounts to they have to be an approved box they have to be you know all this sort of you know particular packaging you have to pay a particular type of 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 uh shipping costs and other sort of things like that. And, but what was funny to me, and then there's a whole separate section just for scorpions. And it, it was like thinking, I was like thinking, but you're, you're shipping canaries. Why would you ship canary? Like, why would you send canaries via regular mail? I mean, it just seems like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I started, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're like. Cause I mean, they ship bugs. I mean, you can, you can buy, like if you are one of those people that has like reptiles or whatever, you can order, you can like buy a box of crickets and they'll ship you a box of crickets to feed your lizards or whatever, shit like that. But it was funny. I was like, that? you you had birds shipped to you from Texas to uh, Alabama. And I was like, it's like first off, okay, yeah, Texas is fucking huge, and the article just says it came from Texas, but I'm just thinking, because really, I mean, if it's coming from like Brownsville and you're going to, oh, well, anywhere in Alabama, it's going to be far. Um, but if you're coming from like Dallas, that's not as it's not that big a deal. Um, and that's just you know somewhat Texas geography lesson. But I just started thinking about like. Why, if, if you're the, if you have the means to, and it's like, supposing like she's, she just purchased a bunch of canaries and why would you purchase six fucking canaries? Why would you buy six canaries or have six canaries mailed? That just seems incredibly odd. I can only imagine having buying or acquiring six canaries if you own a pet store, which case you probably have a better distribution method. But if, if you have a pet store or as if you're going to feed the birds to an animal, so are you gonna? Do you have a snake that likes birds? You're gonna feed birds to your big ass snake, and most pet snakes usually eat like rats and mice and rabbits and shit like that, not birds. Birds like, that that seem kind of cruel to both the bird and the snake to st- just stick a canary in a in a snake tank and make the snake chase the bird. Anyway, but. I was thinking, it's like, okay, just presuming, because the article doesn't give any information to this, presuming this woman bought six canaries and had them shipped to her, like mailed to her. A, she got to at least be of means. you know, you've got to be at least of adequate means. You probably could have paid for better delivery method than the US mail unless like I I don't know I've never had to ship a live animal unless like other FedEx and UPS and they will not unless they just refuse to transport live animals that could be the thing but you probably you know dish out the the good money for for transporting your your live animals in a box or even if the other for me I'm like if you're buying canaries where do you live that you are so far from a major city or a major location where you could not just go into a pet store and purchase canaries. If you live in rural Alabama and you can't and you don't have a pet store nearby, there's a major city nearby that's got to have a pet store. And if there isn't for some legal reason, maybe you shouldn't be having canaries shipped to you. None of this information is available in this article and I'm not, you know, studious enough. I'm not a journalist. I'm a, a smart ass. I'm not going to go looking up the, the issues involved in this other than she had some birds mailed to her and there were tire tracks and her birds were dead. I'm just like, what the fuck you... It's like, yes, yeah, okay, get over the whole, like, you can technically legally do this. And there's lots of things about mailing animals and lots. And there's a lot of regulations about mailing animals but there's you can do it with the right regulations but i'm just thinking of why why canaries are are small they're they're easily acquired they're easily lost people who have canaries unless you just have one of them real tight canary cages canaries can get out of cages we had some they get out easy they escaped flat out escaped got out of the cage got out of the house. Two long gone canaries they probably got pecked to death by seagulls, but yeah, I mean, they're just canaries. It's not like she had a fucking parrot mailed to her. They're canaries, they're cheap. Canaries are cheap, they're like starter birds, they're trainer birds. again, why have six? That's a lot of canaries just just, just pointing that out um but yeah. Like if you've got the money to buy canaries and have canaries sent to you, cause I'm sure the shipping has got to be a bitch. Can't you just drive somewhere to buy some fucking canaries? Just go buy some canaries, go find a pet store. in the what's the major Alabama city? I don't know. Uh, bah 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 bah. I, cause my brain, I'm, I'm, I mentioned that I'm coming off as sick. My brain is still somewhat fried and, and I'm all, I'm all, down now because of 30 minute death list back there dear god um but <clears throat> yeah good drive to a major city or just uh, you've got to know somebody somebody can go pick up your damn birds for you don't really come on it, it's uh, now you got to get some new birds uh, in case you're wondering is it the uh the managers of the post office and I guess those people in, involved are working with the customer air quotes to achieve a, a satisfactory resolution. It's like, they apologized, but you know, they had killed six birds. Um, I'm sure they're having like, there's like insurance cover and there's insurance coverage required for animals and crap like that. It's like, yeah, they probably had to pay for the birds and all that crap, but man, they're going to have to do something for it. Next, this was a fun thing that I read, and I and it popped up both in the weird news and in just my regular Yahoo feed. It was just hilarious. uh Ruby's quinceanera. So there's this girl who was housing her birthday party, and her dad went to make a big video to invite invite like all of their neighbors and everybody to the party, and When he posted the video on his Facebook, he put public instead of private for the area, and it went out to the entire world. And 1.2 million RSVPs later, and like uh, hundreds of news outlets, she has the single largest quinceañera ever Because in the video, dad says, everybody's invited. Stupid. (laughs) Literally, he like just, and he was like, I didn't mean everybody, everybody. I meant like all the neighbors and everybody in our village because they live in the middle of fucking nowhere, Mexico, and they live in a village. Like, oh, all the people in our little community. Well, guess what? You pushed public. It went to the internet. It went viral. Now you got 1.2 million people saying they're coming to your daughter's birthday party, and like there were a bunch of there were like there were, there were Tejano singers dedicating songs to it. There was an airline offering discounts for people going to Ruby's party. I shit you not. There were <laughs> there was a hashtag trending which I lost because I didn't write it down in my notes because I am lazy like that. Uh, but there's like this whole big viral thing about Ruby's party, and it was on uh, the 26th. It was just this day after Christmas, <coughs> and it was really funny. It's just like, wow, one little oopsie on a Facebook post turns into one big ass party. But there were like companies came in and like offered us you know, financial sponsorships and stuff like this and all this and bands and all there all this craziness that happened. It was so funny. Just like the idea of wow, you're never gonna live this down. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is a sarcastic way to go, Dad, or a you know what, fuck, way to go, Dad. Cause you may have fucked up and, and put and and invited the entire world to your daughter's party and And create a completely unattainable standard for a birthday, but you know what you just made your daughter go viral by accident. you know there are people that are trained that work and spend lots of money to to make things go viral and you just did it by clicking the wrong uh, section in Facebook so way to go, Ruby's dad. Yes, their name is in here somewhere, but I don't write things down like that because it's on paper. Uh, so, I'm not... And we're at the end of the year, and we're, we're post-Christmas. So, I'm not doing a Jackass of the Week this week. But if I did, I think whoever printed up this next one Would have to get it. A church. In Sri Lanka. For their Christmas mass. Printed up. In place of the Hail Mary prayer. They printed up. The lyrics to. Tupac Shakur's Hail Mary. (laughs) So instead of a centuries old. Uh catholic standard prayer that if you've ever been in a church you've you've said a thousand times in your life um they were confronted with the quite graphic because come on it's tupac uh with tupac shakur's (laughs) uh gangster rap lyrics which i'm not going to read off because I, i once again didn't write it down but come on if you know who tupac shakur is other than memes that have his face on them, and that whole he's sitting alive on an island with Michael Jackson and Elvis collecting residuals until the checks dry up and never like, hey, we're alive. Um, <laughs> unless you're, you're those people, but uh, yeah, gangster rap lyrics. I want to. Wh- how do you mess that up? I mean, really, you're the printer. You're printing something for a church, and it's like on thousands of 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 the 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 programs for the mass and how do you screw that up you're printing for a church don't you just know this didn't you proofread anything (laughs) It's like i i think there might be something wrong this looks a little bit longer than that prayer I, I can't do I don't know what the accent is in Sri Lanka. I'm not going to try. Everyone's going to sound like they're from from the middle of nowhere in the south. Uh, th- these lyrics don't look right. Um, yeah, that's what Sri Lanka sounds like. Um, I, I think this is a little long for a Hail Mary, don't you think? Um, I don't know why I def- always default to that accent for for. i I, i'm sorry to people in the south and country people that i'm sorry my my stupid idiotic brain dead thought uh process voice always defaults to general hick but yeah that's what happened but who how do you not proofread that and really come on this is a it's a it's a rap song rap songs have lots of lyrics the hail mary is not a long prayer really, you don't even need to print it it's it's in there for the beginners but it's but why how do you make that I just don't understand how you make that mistake i haven't I haven't been inside a church in for the better part of of six years, and I've still got that committed to memory. I I could probably recite a a Catholic Mass from memory at this point. Um, How do you not catch that? How big of a rush are you in that you don't realize that what you just printed was gangster rap lyrics instead of, uh, you know, a 500-year-old Catholic prayer just saying Ah. Uh, I guess it just it fundamentally was people are lazy. Apparently even in Sri Lanka, even even printers in Sri Lanka are are fundamentally lazy in 2016. But that's okay because you it makes for fun shit for me to make fun of. And that's kind of it cuz if people didn't do dumb shit I wouldn't have dumb shit to talk about every week or whenever the hell I'm healthy enough to get behind the mic, uh, but I'm yeah. this this entire segment of the show wouldn't exist if people didn't do dumb shit, so from the Odd Dad Out podcast, thanks for being stupid, because you, you give me lots of fun shit to make fun of. access granted i'm matt this is joe and i'm becky and we host pre-recorded live a weekly podcast where we goof off and geek out about nerdy news movies video games and whatever else we feel like talking about so check us out at pre live on twitter facebook.com backslash pre live itunes stitcher soundcloud or your favorite podcasting app i didn't I, I didn't get a second line i feel like i should say something all my butt hair fell out it's kind of nice What's happening with the new man? What, what's happening to the new man? What's happening Rock the man? I don't know the song about the new man. Hey, it's the new man. If you're looking for a new podcast to check out, why not check out what's happening with the new man? With the crazy mad scientists from Australia talking about all sorts of things from gardening to cooking to life at home with your kids, what's happening with the new man podcast is the one for you. Check it out now, it's on iTunes, What's Happening with the New Man, also on Podbeam, and all your social media pipes. Make sure you press the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You don't want to miss this hilarious podcast from Australia, What's Happening with the New Man. Okay, that means that What's Happening with the New Man is my recommended listening this week. And yes, I know I've talked about him before. Uh, Mark has been a, a friend of mine for quite a while. He's actually the first person ever outside of any family or anybody to ever reach out to me on this show and, you know, what is he, uh Pulling back the curtain uh, a few months back, I say more than a few. It's actually, it's been quite a while now. Um, but he actually just sent me a message through the webpage uh, odddadout.blogspot.com. He just in the little comments section on the side there, and sent me a message, uh, saying love the show. I'm looking, you know, I've got my show. I would like to, you know, see. We want to swap some promos or, you know, chat each other up. And we've just become really good friends since then. Um, <clears throat> first like podcasting world friend I've made. And first like I said, first person ever to reach out to me uh because of the show, which has just been kind of cool, and again, made a friend um but it, it's i just I like the show uh we always and we always you know if you listen in the past, you always hear us me talk about what times where our are for whatever reason our personal stories have intertwined or i uh, something will happen to me, and then the same thing will be happening to him and'll almost completely unbeknownst to each other we'll end up discussing almost identical stories or, or identical occurrences on the same week's episodes it's really funny it happened it's happened to us multiple times or we'll both get sick or something will happen or whatever but uh, summer car breakdown story nightmares things like that um but it's it's been it's just a really fun show he always talks about how i've got much better pro, uh, uh production value than he does uh Straight up, 90% of the time, you can tell he is recording this driving in his car. Turn signals and wind and all, we're just fine. Uh, and it's, it's kind of one of the things about it, it's completely off the, off the handle. It is Mark and his recorder and sometimes his kids and just talking about whatever. Uh, I think he used to do a show called Talking Shit. That's basically what this is. It's just a little more focused on his personal life and what's going on with him. And because he like said in in his little promo there, he's kind of a crazy mad scientist and he's got this hobby farm and his horses and goats and turkeys and chickens and, and fish. And so not only is it just crazy ramblings of the, the mad Australian. You're also getting because he's like a a jack of all trades. He talks about there was an episode he talked about building like a an outdoor play kitchen out of scrap metal for his kids and having it plumbed and all this crazy. Was like, fuck, I wish I had those sort of skills. Like, I, I'm 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 middle of the road. I'm jack of a lot of trades, but when it comes to things like welding. Never had the opportunity to learn those skills. Um, I only in like the last year or so learned soldering because I was working on, uh, some of my guitars. And so now I have that ability minimal. Um, but he's got like mastery of a shit ton of skills like this. And so things like converting, uh, massive like diesel tankers into a fish pond. And hydroponics, not hydroponics, aquaponics farm and like raising aquatic plants and fish and all of his farms, and about fence training his animals and and house training his dog I just, I just, and his whole farm section and and what did the weather just do, and just killed off all of his plants? He like big cold snap and wiped out his whole garden um he's not uh, but it's that, and, or he'll just, like, have a recipe. Like, hey, here's a recipe, here's how, you know, idiot-proof pie crust. Oh, and with that idiot-proof pie crust, we're gonna make a, a meat pie, and I've just got this and this and this, and just throwing shit. I'm gonna go grab this from the garden and grab this from the garden, and we're gonna make a pie, and we're gonna do this and this, and, and shit like this all the time. And that's what it, but it, you never quite know exactly what you might get. And because it's so, it's more, it's almost, it's like, it's freeform like this show was way back in the day, but he's got shit to talk about because he does shit, because he interacts with shit, because he does things. I work nights and I'm a homebody. Um He does stuff because he has a, he has land and he has a, a little hobby farm and he's got shit that he can do. Um, I don't so much have that. I live in the city, but he lives kind of out in the middle of nowhere ish he lives on the, he he kind of lives like my my in-laws he lives outside of a proper town in australia the land that will murder everybody um, but he's we've talked about doing some like crossover stuff like having being on each other's show but there's the whole issue of bandwidth and time zones and when like Right about now, I'm. It's now three in the afternoon here. He probably just woke up, and if I'm judging from his uh, Facebook comments to my posts throughout the day, he probably just woke up. Um, but uh, it's. I just. I. I think it's a funny show. It, it's absolutely not for everyone. I will say, my wife is not the biggest fan, strictly because my wife has a thing about accents. There's some accents she loves. She's one of those girls where like an English accent, uh, she just swoons over I don't know why people swoon over an English accent or a French accent. I it's French. It was like French is like what do they say? You can read a phone book in French and, and women will just will will melt in front of you. Um but Australian accents are are funny. And they're kind of like and it, I, I've, I've discovered this because I do listen to a lot of Australian Australians in different shows, which you'll learn later. But Australian accents, the different regions of Australia do have very distinct dialects, kind of like England and kind of like across America. And so different dialects of Australian accents are incredibly abrasive to her ears. And it just happens that uh, Crazy Mad Scientist Mark has got one of those. Um, <coughs> If for no other reason, go check out his drinking game. I know I've got a lot of, of, of fillers and, 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 uh, what are they? Vocal, vocal crutches. And I don't cut them out because God, I'd run, I'd, I could trim an hour episode down into 20 minutes if I had to pull all my vocal crutches and all of my, uh, dramatic pauses. Uh every time I have to swallow or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's established a drinking game in his show because his big vocal crutch, he says, you know, and I, I could probably, I probably should have pulled one up. I've, I've contemplated pulling it up as just a fucking sound effect. Uh but it's like, it's, it's the new man drinking game. Every time he says, you know, take another drink, you'll be, uh, completely blasted inside of five minutes um but yeah that's that's my buddy mark over at what's happening with the new man and you can find that at what's happening with the new man dot podbean.com and of course he's on itunes and all the other fun places so check him out Okay. So, before I go this week, kind of wanted to give, cause this is, it's the end of the year, right? It's the end of 2016. It's, uh, I call it the year of no survivors. Uh, it's been referred to as the year of no chill. Um, lots, it's just been kind of a crazy year in a, in a very generalized way. Um, However, whatever you think and feel about anything that's happened this year, that's you. Um, as far as like stuff here, it, it's been an interesting year for me, like personally, just like work stuff and craziness and, you know, adjusting to life with now four kids and completing a full calendar year of this show and, if you were listening back in the day, uh well back at the beginning of the year I kind of had my whole like guidelines for what I wanted to do with the show this year and all of it's like my everything I wanted to do and I basically did nothing. Um I you know I wanted to I I mean because if you again if you've been listening for a while, you know I overhauled the show almost entirely from what it was at the beginning of the year. Hell, it's it's been overhauled pretty much from the middle of the year, um, and I, I said if if back at the beginning of the year, my I had this goal, and I was very focused on listener numbers and things like this because it was, it was what you do, um, and my whole goal was to double my audience uh, by the time I reached the one year mark of the show, which was in June, and. Incidentally, I did that at the beginning of the year. I had 17 ish and I had less than 20 listeners on average a week when I was, and I wasn't consistently every week getting show up, but, and, you know, probably before even Easter time, I managed to, like, I was, I was up there. I had some pretty good stuff going and, you know, stuff, you know, if you listen for any amount of time, I've consistently have had periods where I've had breaks, where I've missed shows, things have happened. And so have uh breaks come up, which then turns into, uh, you know, you lose people or, and then complete overhaul of the show. And pretty much my entire audience went away. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm not kidding um and I, I will admit when you consider that i i have done such a drastic change of what the show used to be i, I totally believe this is not the show that it was a year ago than the people that were listening to the show a year ago are not or li- may not even be interested in the way it is now uh that being said i do know i have more subscribers that my 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 listener base has changed entirely. The where everybody's coming from and the how they're listening is has changed in the last year. And I, with a fair degree of certainty, I can say that my audience is now not made 90% of my family. For the most part, I can tell. Most of my family actually doesn't listen to the show now. Even my wife has stopped listening to the show now. Um, just cause she's not as nerdy as I am and I've drifted so much further into that direction. But I do want to say for all of you out there that do listen to the show and for the handful of you maybe that are still around from, from the, over this last year, Thank you so much for sticking with me and all my craziness and my inconsistencies because you're what makes it worth doing this. Uh, The getting up there and getting to see that I, you know, still have, there's even the handful of you that are out there that listen to the show every week ish. And like, I don't get a lot of feedback. I don't get a lot coming from. Anybody except I, I I hear stuff from, uh, the new man, I, I talk with, uh, Matt at PRL, and, but that, that's about it. So the two other people, the two people that I get feedback from on the show are other podcasters who completely appreciate the, you just want to hear, you just want to hear something from somebody. And so. It's good to hear anything. I don't like I, said, I. I've said before, I love to hear from anybody out there, anybody. If you if you're listening to the show, if at all, and and again, that's why I stick this at the end of the show, because I stick this at the end so that that you're that committed person that listened to my bullshit for the last hour. Uh, if send me a email or send me an email, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. I'd love to hear what you think, or just, hell, drop me a line and say, hey, good show. Hey, just want a shout out. You want to send me a message? I will, I will just start. Send me your name. Hey, I listen. I'm from here. Hey, I'm Steve. I listen in, uh, I'm going to pull up a city because you know what? I get a list of major cities. And this is a, a weird thing to do. And I'm doing this in real time. Real time, not fake time. Let's see. I listen in Toronto. I have listeners in Toronto. So I'm Steve and I listen in Toronto, Canada. Or I listen in in Adelaide, Australia. And I actually think that's coming from Mark. Um, but and again, I've said it before. I have a higher uh, Australian audience than I do in the States. Americans don't like me much, apparently. That being said, I don't care where you're from. I would love to hear from you. Like I said, just drop me a a quick shout out on Twitter or Facebook or an email or go to the website and use the little contact form or and just leave me a little. Hey, that was you know. Hey, I'm Steve from Toronto and and I you know love the show or your show sucks whatever. I'll read it. Throw, like. Send a shout out to whoever, just because I, I I enjoy hearing my name on another show, and I'm sure you'd get a kick out of, oh my god, they just read my message, because you, you're totally like that, because why the hell not? Because um, everybody wants to hear their name somewhere, uh, but yeah, just say, hey, I'm come from here and then, and I I'll, and I'll read off names. Um if you are so inclined to leave an iTunes review, I will read it if you are so inclined. Um again, good or bad. I I would rather hear something bad than nothing at all. Uh, then again, if you've made it this far, then you you're probably not going to bitch. I'm just going to say you made it this far, didn't you? But yeah for i guess it for 2016 i kind of just i pissed off my entire uh goal list uh i i'm going to renew basically the same list and my 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 goals for 2017 i'm going to try damn hard not to miss any shows um again no guarantees it's just kind of uh, the nature of the beast um no guarantees but I'm going to try real hard not to miss any shows this year or next year, um, and I'm going to work real hard. And it's more of a nagging and finagling with my wife to get a a, a proper domain and get the odddeadout.com established, uh, and get that set up and do some more web page work and stuff like that. Um, make stuff a little more spiffy. Um, I just I don't know, like a better web presence. Um, so I want to get the small, you know, small steps. I think, I, I think I put too much on my plate for the last year and wanted, I, I was thinking really big and I'm, I'm not a big operation. I'm a schmuck in Arizona with a, with a microphone strapped to his desk. So... Maybe I'll 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 look into doing some some Facebook live type stuff. I don't know. I'm not that photogenic. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I've thought about it before. I've I've thrown out the idea of of doing live shows. I've thrown out a lot of ideas. I was like, eh, it's a great idea, but executing it is a lot harder. So, at least right now, my goal is try not to miss shows. And try and really get that that you know base domain set up, and that that's what I'm aiming for for 2017. Small small goals, and and just be consistent and and build the audience. And hey, here's an idea. Now I've I've, I've established that I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and I'm I'm running through my list for the recommended listening section, but I'm going to run out at some point. So, if you true blue have a, a recommended show something that you feel like you that maybe I would dig or something I you know you want me to uh, recommend send it to me. Send me a message again on Facebook or uh, Twitter at odddadout or at odddadout.blogspot.com until I get that other whole thing set up and uh, send me a message and I'll check it out and see. And maybe it will make the recommended listening section. Maybe I'll just have like a little, like, like the Nerdist Community corkboard, and I'll have recommendations from listeners. What the hell? Why not? Like, you want to have input on the show? You can have input. Send me something and I'll, I'll talk about it or I'll do whatever. Uh, like I said before, you want me to do a show about giraffes? Send me a message and say I'll do a show about giraffes. Why? Because, fuck, why not? But... Until next year, because right now it's in a couple of days. Until next year, I've been Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you and good night.